Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick. I'm a business mindset coach and I specialize in imposter syndrome. And if you're here, you're either new to the pod because of this three-part series or you are here because you just love listening to the podcast and you just want to hear everything I have to say, even if you're not necessarily new to the online coaching world. So this series is a three-part series called Overcoming Imposter Syndrome. And I sectioned it off into three parts because I really feel like there are different stages and different experiences when it comes to imposter syndrome, depending on where you are in your online coaching journey. Now, a lot of these things can be used interchangeably with like coach and service provider and entrepreneur. A lot of the things are the same, but I primarily work with coaches, so that's why it's for coaches, but... It doesn't matter who you are. I feel like if you're within the online space in some way, if you're an entrepreneur, I'm sure you can glean some assistance from this three-part series. So I'm so excited to have you here. And again, I'm a business mindset coach and I specialize in imposter syndrome. I have six years of education in psychology and intra and interpersonal conflict. I also have a mediation certification and I'm a certified neurolinguistic programming practitioner, master practitioner, and as well as clinical hypnotherapy, EFT tapping techniques, time techniques. I'm also a Reiki master and a breathwork facilitator. So this is an example of somebody who went, I don't have enough qualifications. How about I stack a bunch of shit on top of myself so I feel good enough? And you know what? I don't have any regrets for any of the certifications or things that I did. This is never me knocking, doing more and like being more educated and having more information because especially as a coach or as a service provider you should be constantly working on your skills sharpening your skills learning things so you can better serve your clients the problem is is when you still don't feel good enough and therefore you're not taking action or you're beating yourself up like really affecting your emotional wellness even though you have all of the qualifications so we don't want to go chasing qualifications and certifications because we think it'll make us feel better you already know if you listen to the podcast that like nothing that you achieve externally is going to make you feel any better because if you're not cultivating whatever feeling you're trying to achieve right now it's not going to happen just by an external circumstance so that's the beginning and let's get into it let's get into it overcoming imposter syndrome if you are new to the online coaching world so the first thing I have to say to you is you're not special and what I mean by that is you're not special you're not more different or whatever than anybody else who is in this online space you can do this and when I first came into the online space and I saw people you know making money from their phones and showing up on Instagram and being like, I sold out my launch. I was like, how? Like I genuinely couldn't fathom how somebody would pay somebody on the internet thousands of dollars. Like I was just like, this is never going to happen for me. Like I'm just not that special. I don't have whatever I think that they have. And 
something that really helped me was not that I'm not special in a unique way. I'm just not special in that like anybody can do this. Anybody can create a profile. They can go on and share their gift and they can make whatever the hell they want to make because when you choose to stick with this, when you choose to commit to this process and commit to being an online coach, then you're going to make it work. And I remember like for a very long time when I first started, it was like I was playing a game with myself in terms of being like, well, if I don't get this client in a month, then I guess I'm going to quit. But it was a very subconscious game. Like I didn't realize how non-committed I was. So that kind of like leads me into the point of how committed are you? Like, are you just in this to make a quick buck? And I've talked about this on the podcast before, but if you're just in it, to make a quick buck and think, oh, this is just going to be an easy thing. Like it's not going to be easy. It's going to be simple. Like there are not a ton of things that you need to do in order to make money on the internet, but it's a mental game. It's an emotional game. You are an entrepreneur. You're doing this on your own. You have to do the marketing and the selling and the onboarding and all this stuff, especially in the beginning. And you have to be a coach. You have to deal with the emotional and mental turmoil that comes such as with imposter syndrome. So if you're not committed, it can look a lot like you're wanting to quit and it can look a lot like you telling yourself it's never going to work out for me. So that's what I would also say is are you committed to this process? Because I think that yes, it's very possible that you could jump into the online space and make a fuck ton of money. Like of course that's possible. But if it's not, what are your actions going to be afterwards? Like I think I got so caught up and I made 100k within my first six months of business and blah blah blah. And you know what? I get that. I get that that's a marketing tool, that that's a marketing asset, but that's not always the case for people and it can make you feel like you're doing something wrong because statistically that doesn't happen within the first six months of your business. You know what I mean? And I have zero to 200k with a full-time job currently in my Instagram bio because that was like three and a half years of work. Like I made $200,000 within the first three and a half years of my business. But a lot of that was in the third year, you know, like we don't always see what's actually behind the highlight reel. And I just want you to remember that. So if there are expectations around how long you think it's supposed to take or how much work you think it's supposed to take, check those, check those subconscious expectations now subconscious means that you aren't always aware of it so now that you're hearing me say this do you have expectations around how long you think it's going to take for you to get your first client or to have your first 2k or 10k month you know what I mean are there expectations because expectations are literally the bane of my existence we should have standards not expectations what is your standard for how you're showing up and your offers and how you're attracting clients versus what's your expectation of making a certain amount of money? So commitment, like are you committed to this process? Another thing, and this is like the biggest thing of all is can you sell yourself on the skills that you do have? So can you sell yourself on the skills that you currently have in this moment, the resources that you have, the education or certification that you have. When I came into the online space, I have my master's and I just didn't have my coaching certification. So I'm 
iffy about coaching certification because the certification that I got was more about neuro-linguistic programming versus like actual learning how to be a coach but I had done so much work within the therapy realm that I feel really confident in my coaching skills but again this doesn't mean to say that I'm not going to go and get further certification at some point but I didn't sell myself on the skills and the experience that I had at that moment. I was unable to look at all of the things that I could help somebody with with what I already had so I was constantly seeking out more and telling myself in the process that I wasn't good enough. So how can you really sell yourself right now on the skills and the resources that you have to help somebody? I'm sure you have one skill set or something that you can help somebody with. And if you're saying, no, there's no way, there's no way that you came into this industry and didn't have an idea of what you wanted to do. But maybe you got here and started your Instagram and started looking at other people and stuff like that. And you started to like retract and recoil and think like, oh, I don't think I can do this now. Like I see this person who's a business coach or a mindset coach or a life coach and she has all of this and she's doing all of that and I'm not good enough, but we all have to start somewhere. So instead of thinking to yourself, what do I need to do for someone to pay me? Think about what do I already have that somebody could pay me for that I could help somebody with? Another thing that I want you to consider is if you're coming into the online space and you may have done personal development before, you may have read books, you may have gone to therapy, but there is a different level of personal development when you come into the online space, especially coaching, because that's essentially what it is. It doesn't matter if you're a business coach or a money coach or anything like that. Everything involves a level of mindset. So what you may have is undocumented stories and beliefs from your past that are feeding into your beliefs and stuff about the online space. So for example, when I came into the online space, I was like, it's gross to sell. Like, you know, I had a very car salesman idea about selling. So when I saw these people selling online, even just in their stories, I would think to myself like, oh my God, like they're being so out there with their selling. Like I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna push somebody to purchase my offer. I'm not gonna be salesy about it or whatever. And what I didn't realize was how much my my past beliefs and stories about myself, about selling, about people in general, about the coaching industry at all, um, how much it was feeding into my current reality. And you are probably so unaware of the thoughts that you're having about yourself. So if you're going to start anywhere, it's going to be the beliefs and stories that you currently think about yourself. And it probably has a lot to do with your qualifications, the things you believe about yourself in terms of who you are, like your confidence and the things that you can and cannot do. I know that when I first started out, I was like, it's so funny because I was like, I'm going to become an online coach because that way I can control my own environment with regards to having a job. And because I have a speech impediment, I thought, oh, I'll become an online coach and I won't have to speak as much. And isn't that so funny? This is literally public speaking all the time. I'm either doing podcasts or I'm on calls with people who I don't fucking know. I'm doing videos. I'm going to networking events. Like there's tons of public speaking. So I just think it's hilarious how I used to think that. But I used to tell myself like I can't be a good coach because I stutter or nobody is going to want to work with me because I stutter. So 
instead of actually being aware of those things, they would just recycle in the back of my mind and it would inform my behavior. It would inform how I acted when I showed up. It affected how I saw myself as an expert. I constantly would not see myself as an expert because of that thing, which you would think is seemingly unrelated, but to me, it was completely related. So pay attention to the thoughts that are coming up for you as you enter the space and as you show up a little bit and as you start navigating your way around, okay, I want to be a coach. Now, what does that look like? Check in with your thoughts and your beliefs and pay attention to like how your beliefs are being formed by the other people in the online space. So for example, if you see somebody who has something in their Instagram bio, like I made 100K within the first six months of my business, are you now setting an expectation for yourself saying, okay, so that's normal. Like it's normal to make that much money within six months and like that should be my barometer. You know what I mean? So pay attention to the beliefs and stories and even just like your past and what you think you can accomplish and the things in your life that have led you to have the mindset that you have. I know when I came into the online space, I was really judgmental and really negative and I was just really mean to myself. Like I had a lot of thoughts about myself that caused me to be like small and I felt really insignificant and it came out by way of judgment and negativity and criticism. So if you find yourself coming into the online space and being really judgmental of other people or really negative or thinking this is never going to work for me, it is usually a result of the beliefs and thoughts that you have about yourself, about the world, and then what you're developing about the online space based on your past experiences with even just work in general or selling or whatever. And something that I want to bring up to you is the fact that so often in life, evidence has to precede belief. So we come into the online space with, we need to see the results in order to feel good enough. So let's just take that example with regards to imposter syndrome. We need to get a client to feel like, okay, we're doing this. I'm not a fraud. I'm not an imposter. That's what we tell ourselves, right? But actually in the online space, belief has to precede evidence, especially when you haven't worked with anybody before and you're just getting started and you're just really navigating your way through this process. Your belief has to precede the evidence. You have to believe in yourself first. And for you, that probably sounds counterintuitive because you're like, how can I believe in myself? Well, let's go back to the point where you're going to sell yourself on what you already do know and do have. So let's just assume that you've done that. This is going to help build a little bit of belief in yourself with regards to, yes, I actually can help somebody. So for example, I bought these bloating pills. They're from Array, A-R-R-A-E. And these people launched this product, right? They launched this product with all these ingredients and they didn't necessarily know as soon as they created it that it was going to work, right? So as they were putting all the ingredients together, they were just thinking, okay, so this helps with bloating and this helps with bloating. It's a really cool natural supplement. And as they were putting it together, imagine what would have happened if they would have constantly told themselves, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. Oh my God, it's not going to work. Oh my God, blah, 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 blah. They probably wouldn't have continued with making this product because they didn't have the belief. Of course, they're going to test it after they 
put it together before they sell it. But the process of putting everything together is crucial because if they would have beat themselves up about, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Without having the expectation, you know what? It's going to work. We're going to figure it out. It's going to be okay. They had the belief that preceded the evidence before they actually sold a thing. They had the belief that this is going to work. And that's the way that you have to see your offer or when you're creating your program or the problem that you can help fix for somebody. You have to believe that it's going to work. And if you want to use the online coaching space as evidence for yourself, you can see that there are life coaches, that there are mindset coaches, that there are business coaches, that there are money coaches that are very successful at what they're doing. There is the evidence, but your brain is like, yeah, 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 it works for them, not for me. And that's where we have to come back to like, you're not special, you can do this. They figured it out and they had all the same thoughts as you when they started out and now you're just in that position. And to think that you need the evidence first is a very linear way of thinking, is a very nine to five employee brain kind of thinking. Employee brain, your nine to five brain, you think in a linear way, you think that you have to achieve X, Y, Z before getting the result. Whereas an entrepreneur, the belief comes first in terms of saying, okay, I think I can help somebody. I think I can help somebody through this offer. I'm going to put this piece together and this piece together and this piece together and then it's going to come to this result. And that's the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur and being an online coach is we're all taking our different approaches and backgrounds and experiences and bringing it together so we can help somebody in a unique way. So for example, I have education and certification in psychology so the brain and neurolinguistic programming which is also the brain but then I'm also certified in Reiki and breath work so I combine the somatic and the subconscious modalities to help my client come to a result in terms of overcoming imposter syndrome and overcoming the mental limitations that they're putting on themselves with regards to starting their business running their business or scaling their business and If I would have constantly told myself in the beginning, well, I don't have the results of this yet, so it's not going to work, then I would have never believed in it and then believed in it enough to implement it and try it with clients and then see what the actual results were. So it takes a little bit of guts. It takes a little bit of courage and unique thinking in order for you to put things together and think, this can really help somebody. And you can also use your own experience as well. If you went through something and you were able to come out on the other side of it if you're able to look at that and be like wow this modality this thing really helped me achieve this result I know I can help somebody else do the same in addition to any education or certification or experience that you have there you go but your belief has to precede the evidence first and you gotta kind of like wrap your brain around that one so like really spend some time thinking about it is what would I do if I believed before I saw the result how would I act what would I be thinking if I knew that the belief of this is going to work I can make this work I can get results for somebody what would you be doing in order to make that a reality 
Okay, so we talked about a couple of things within this episode. I don't want to make them super duper long, but let's kind of recap. So first, you're not special. You can do this. There are so many people in this industry. It's a huge industry and it's going to constantly be growing. And anyone in any niche can be successful. You are not special. You can do this. And it starts with you and your thoughts and beliefs about yourself, about the industry, about the world. And that's where I would start to is like kind of doing an inventory of the beliefs and thoughts that you have that are contributing to why you feel like an imposter currently. And then you're going to move into selling yourself on the skills that you already have, the skills and the resources, any education, any experience that you can bring to your potential client right now that is going to help you sell to them because you do have something that can help somebody. And instead of constantly looking at what you don't have, which is what the brain wants to focus on, I want you to focus on what do I have already? So the subconscious mind pays attention to what you tell it to pay attention to. Instead of focusing on what do I lack, focus on what do I have. And belief has to precede evidence. You have to believe in yourself and believe in your program or your offer or just the result that you can create for somebody. You have to believe in that first. And this is easier than you think. It really is. It is remembering that the reason why you don't believe in yourself or believe in the result can be because of past stories and experiences and beliefs that lead you to think that you can't believe in yourself or that you can't believe in coaching or that you can't believe in helping somebody change their life. And that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It just means that those stories and beliefs and thoughts, they can be undone and you can believe in yourself right now enough to sign a client, enough to help somebody. So in terms of a journal prompt for you, what resources, skills, or experience do I have right now that can help someone? And just brain dump everything, let it all out and go to my Instagram at your coach jail screenshot this episode, put it in your story and tag me and then let me know what you came up with because of this journal prompt. I would love to hear from you. And I also want to tell you that the worthy woman method is my signature group coaching program. It is lifetime access and we are reopening the doors for enrollment in August. And this is a business mindset coaching program to help you create inner freedom, time freedom, and money freedom in your business. So you can have it all. You can have the business that you want and the personal life that you want. So you can really achieve everything without the mindset limitations, without the imposter syndrome, without the fear and the doubt clouding your every single move. This is lifetime access of group coaching calls, a Slack community, and endless resources at your fingertips and that is going to be again reopening for enrollment in August you can go to the link in my show notes and sign up for the waitlist where you can save $222 on enrollment when those doors open and I'll see you next week for part two of the series bye Mwah. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free three-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.